Hey everybody, welcome to a Mock Draft, hopefully this is published on Monday, Mock Draft Monday. Uh, we'll be doing probably more than just Monday's Mock Drafts, uh, a lot of Mock Drafts coming up with some other fantasy experts, uh, but this is what I like to do at the beginning of the season. I like to go out, I like to do some Mock Drafts on my own, just see what the average uh, player, the average random person on Yahoo Fantasy is currently drafting, and also get a feel for the Yahoo rankings which is something uh, I haven't done yet, right? I'm a little late to the game. I was on vacation, but I'm just going to spin up a 12 team. Uh, I'm going to approach it probably as a head-to-head draft here, and we got about two and a half minutes. So uh, I'm going to publish the results on patreon.com slash watching the boxes for free. So go check that out. Uh, and I'm probably going to be doing more of these on Twitch. Um, that way you can actually see uh, the draft and what I'm doing. So, But this time I'm just doing it um, here for the podcast as um, I've, been a little, I've been on vacation a little bit. I've been out of, uh, out of the loop a little bit. So I, I need to get back into the loop. And I think it might um, have some benefits, right, to the listening audience just to see um, – the the madness in my brain uh, the way i approach so immediately i get in here uh, i'm going to get into the yahoo draft and i'm going to start putting my queue together uh i have my tiers up on patreon.com slash the boxes as well so um, i'm immediately going to put Jokic at number one it looks like i am drafting 10th so i'm expecting um and this is what i like about drafting 10th right i think there's basically four eight top players right and i really like um 9 10 and 11 like i like the i like having those players because i like on the way back getting that next tier um that second round like uh, kind of uh, uh the end of the draft oh it looks like i'm uh no i'm it's a, it's a 12 team never mind um and i like having like the t- i like being on the turn this year i think if you're not going to get Jokic, i want to be on the turn so let me just uh, read out the tiers uh, as we're going along. Jokic is easily number one. Uh, tier 1B, though. KD Embiid. I had them as, as my easily my two pick, but I started thinking about it. What's wrong with Giannis or Curry or Harden or Luka or Cat with the second pick? And I don't think there is one. T- this is probably the biggest 1B tier I've had uh, in a very long time. I think any of those guys are really good. And then right below them, not even that far below them, tier 1C, I got Trey, I got Dame, and I got Tatum. Tatum for totals. Uh, I think Dame comes back real healthy, and I still like Trey a lot, even though DeJounte Murray is um, in Atlanta, as you probably heard in a previous podcast. So, uh, and Also, you probably pay attention to the NBA, right? So here we go. I'll uh, read out some of these um, picks as they go along. Uh, it's actually going incredibly fast. Um, and you know these yahoo drafts right they kind of putter out after seven or eight rounds so i'll probably putter out after seven or eight rounds as well uh Jokic goes off the board at number one great mb number two durant number three that's um pretty much how yahoo has him ranked and that's kind of similar to how i had him ranked as well but i don't i don't like the rank like i said i think you're good getting luca here or Giannis. Giannis goes fourth luca goes fifth so we'll see who falls to me um in my i have a tier in the turn that i'll talk about um i think the turn especially if you're playing head-to-head, right? I think the turn has a pretty um, solid tier. I'm calling it tier two. 
Tyrese, Halliburton, LaMelo, LeBron, and Fred Van Fleet. And I think Fred Van Fleet's the outlier there. Now, I'm going to look. It's my turn. I am up here. Uh, Giannis Doncic, Curry, LeBron, Harden, Towns, uh, right off the board. So my top my top eight is pretty much off the board. Uh, so I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with LaMelo Ball. And I don't, you know what? I'm not really like a big LaMelo, like, I don't know if LaMelo Ball is going to be the 10th best player in the league. I don't really, I don't know if I have a lot of faith in that. I think Jason Tatum is also a good pick there as well. Um, but I'm kind of hoping Jason Tatum gets back to me, um, with the 15th pick. I highly doubt it. Actually, he goes 11th, so... I don't know if all these guys are auto picking. It kind of feels that he might be these people might be auto picking. Um Dame goes off the board. Um who I also like. Um I probably should have picked Dame there. That's who I was missing. Dame was hidden a little bit lower. So note to self, get in early and rank your damn players correctly. So uh I took LaMelo over Trey and Dame, which I don't recommend doing. I don't I just told you my tears. And then I just botched my own damn tears. So that was pretty dumb of me. Uh, so either way, it looks like I'm going guard guard. And I kind of don't like that. Because I think there's a lot of really good guards um, hiding in the middle, third, fourth, fifth rounds. And so my team right now is Lamella Ball and Tyrus Halliburton, uh, who I would consider more turn players. Uh, I probably should have took Dame. Uh, or Trey. I just uh, really didn't set my cue and got a little nervous because it's a 30 second timer out here. Bam Adebayo going 14th before Trey, uh, excuse me, before Tyrese Halliburton. I think that's way too high for Bam. Uh, Kyrie is at 16. Uh, high risk, high reward. Uh, I don't like him in the second round. Booker I do like in the second round at 17. Anthony Edwards at 18. That's too high for Anthony Edwards. John Morant is too high for John Morant. I don't have I don't have John Moran. I don't have Anthony Edwards in my second round. I do not. And so uh, my my tier two, which I picked two guys from tier two for some reason, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, LaMelo, LeBron, Fred Van Fleet. Now you're going to say Fred Van Fleet, that's way too high for Van Fleet, right? If you um, remove his field goal percentage, which a lot of people do, a lot of people punt that in head-to-head, even though we don't recommend that, uh, Fred Van Fleet's actually uh, basically a top, like, 12 player it's just his field goal percentage holds him back right but everything else he's doing is incredible his steals his assists his scoring his threes uh, everything else is really really good he just went 26 and i think that's a great pickup at 26 um i have steadily in my second round absolute second round picks my what i'm gonna call tier three which is a little confusing uh i got paul george who's does paul george stuff um devin booker Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie, and we've talked about this. Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie, PG, they all got injuries. They all got weird stuff going on with them. Same with AD and Jimmy Butler, who I also, those are just, those are second round talents. Now it's kind of up to you to be like, do I want a second round talent who has some injury history or do I want uh, to take a third round player? Uh, Because I think if you don't get Booker, and you don't get Donovan Mitchell, who I'd consider a second-round player. Uh, I'd also put CP3 and DeRozan up there if, if they if they stay healthy. Um, I like CP3 and DeRozan in, in the second round. I think you could easily get those guys in the third round. Uh, looks like I am up. And uh, speaking of my guys, right, 
Butler, Chris Paul, Siakam, and DeMar DeRozan just went off the board. So that's unfortunate for me. We are here at the end of the third round, and it is getting very tight. Um, I do not have anybody in my queue, so... um, Man, I'm in panic mode out here. These 30-second countdowns. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Chris. uh, Actually, I'm going to go with Drew Holiday. I kind of panic bought there uh, because I didn't really have anybody set up in my queue. So note to self, set some dudes up in your queue. I'm I'm a little rusty on this mock draft. I'm a little disappointed in myself. Um, So at 34, I got Drew Holiday, which I think is paying the correct price for Drew Holiday. Desmond Mango's 35th. That seems a little high. Bradley Beal's still out there. See, this is my problem. There's a lot of really good guards out there. Bradley Beal's still out there. Drew Holiday. Uh, Chris Middleton's still out there, even though he's more of a forward. I like all those players. Um, and I, I don't know if I want to reach for like Jonas Valanciunas here or anything like that. Um, I'm going to have to get in here and do some pre-setting of my... Oh, Shake Gildress Alexander is still out there. Yes, sir. I would like some of that too i got four guards on my team now so that sucks for me um i should probably plan better but let me talk about my tiers more since this draft is quickly devolving into a pretty bad mock draft um my second round i think booker and mitchell are your safest bets but they're not all the way up there they're not like as good per game value as Kawhi or Kyrie or butler but Kawhi, Kyrie, Butler, AD, PG-13, they come with caveats. And CP3 is CP3, man. He's going to get you assists. He's going to get you steals. He's really, really good. And he usually finishes in that as a second-round value. He just does. Um, this is where I think the tiers get really interesting. For my fourth tier, which is like... Um, I've, I've listed 24 players, right? So we're talking about... 25 which is still um pretty much in the second round and into the third round and tyler talks about this a lot there's a lot of third round players and i've actually i I, and i have to scratch out robert williams because i of his injury i don't think he is no no longer kind of like what i would consider a definite third round uh player what i'm calling the fourth tier uh i might reword these i might call it the turn tier and then tier two and then tier three that make a little bit more sense because i'm talking about the second round and the third round so um look for that change on patreon.com slash watching the boxes let me talk about the what i call my the third round tier is what i'll call it third round tier is um a I have a bunch of players in the third round like Tyler talks about, and I have them organized in a very specific way, right? So I just started listing all the players that I like, that I and I started trying to rank them, and I um, I usually do start with like trying to rank them because it helps me put them in the tiers because once I find some guys who are like, well, that guy should be ahead of that guy, that guy should be ahead of that guy, feels right, and then I kind of go, well, would you rather have the, like, aren't all these guys kind of good? And the answer is, yeah, all these guys are kind of good. Um, and so let me explain how I have it organized. The, my third round tier is organized in old favorites. So guys that have been around for a while, they're really good. They're not the sexy name on the block. Um, you know what you're getting 
from them, and they I think they have really really good value. Um, and I'll talk about uh, I'll talk about them. I have the old faves. I have the young talent, so the up and comers, the guys who are uh, have already shown that they can do it and are just incredibly young and, and probably have the talent to do a little bit more than um, we maybe a little bit more than they did last year. Um, either they're in a new position, they're in, uh, on a new team, perhaps. And, um, I just, I, I like them, uh, these young guys a lot, but guess what? Everyone likes young guys and you are going to pay. You are going to pay for those young guys. Um, sidebar, I am up in this uh, particular draft and I'm going to take, I don't really even like Christian Wood. I'm just going to take him because I literally have all guards, Note to self, don't go guard heavy at the beginning of the draft. Um, it's a bad choice because those centers go pretty quick. Jonas Valanciunas went, what, two picks before me, and I really, I think that's a, I picked at pick 58, he went pick 56. That's a great value at 56, would have been even better value at 58. So this uh, this mock draft slowly devolving into um, a horrible draft for me. Because I wasn't prepared. And let this be a lesson to you, even us fancy experts. If we are not showing up to the draft prepared, we will uh, falter straight up. Like if you aren't coming correct. Um, but that's what I get for going into this particular draft. Um, I would say blind. I, I came into it just not even having opened the Yahoo mock draft uh, once so far this year. I'm up here at pick 63 in... Um, I'm scrolling through. Let's see if there's anybody hidden down here past the 90-100 mark. Uh, I'm not seeing a whole lot of value that far down. Um, I like John Collins. He's boring, but he's good, and he's on the board. And so Johnny Collins it is. I need a center. So cool. Woodson and Collins were at the sixty uh, pick 66 mark, so we're kind of way down here. Uh, in the in the mock draft yeah let me get back to the um what i'd consider my third round tier third round tier i got the young uh the old favorites i got the young talent so guys that um are young and good but you're gonna have to pay a premium for them and then uh i have a, a list called risk reward and i actually had uh robert williams in my risk reward category not my young talent category because i do think he has, he's injury prone. Here we are. He's injured. He's not gonna. I no longer have him in this tier, uh, but I was right in putting him in that risk reward category. So let me start with the risk reward for the third round players. Now some of these guys are gonna be second round players. Like you're just gonna have to overpay for them. And chances are those players that you overpay for are gonna be the young guys on this list. But these are the risk reward guys per game, right? Kristaps Porzingis, Bradley Beal. We talked about him recently. Both of these guys recently. Jamal Murray. We also talked about him. And Zach Levine. I I don't know if I I don't know if I like having Zach Levine in that risk reward category, but Zach Levine does have um I would say I wouldn't say it's an injury history, but he is prone to getting injured, right? And if he is injured, he is significantly kind of worse than his his ceiling. Uh, we saw that last year, right? We expected a big year from Zach Levine. Everybody's like, oh, we took a backseat to Demar Derozan. It's like. Did he take a backseat to DeMar DeRozan or was he injured? And the answer is he was injured because that first and the first half of the season, right? When he was 
uh, when that team was really gelling. Levine looked really good. But as the uh, season went on, obviously, um, he kind of he was definitely having health problems. He deteriorated. And that's been that's come out from the Bulls camp as well as that he um, definitely was playing injured there in the second half. So he, if he is healthy and he sounds and he sounds like he is healthy, it sounds like he is um, actually going to start the season and everything seems pretty good. Um, all Everything's above board, right? I think Zach Levine will be a, a pretty good player um, this season, which is why I hesitate to put him in the risk-reward, but obviously... I think it's a risk reward. Levine's going to get a lot of minutes. He's going to put a lot of, um, you know, um, strenuation, strenuation. That's not a word. Um, he's going to be, he's going to have to work for it. He's going to have to carry a lot of that Bulls offensive load, right? So there is a little bit of a risk reward, but I think Beal could easily be a second round value. Levine could be a second round value. Chris Dapps, if he stays healthy, which I don't think he will, is a sec is a second round value per game. And Jamal Murray is the most intriguing one. I probably have him more as a third round value, but Jamal Murray, when he was healthy, when he was rolling, especially if you play with the percentages, right? He was like 30, 35th. Um, and that's, you know, that's close enough, I would say, to the second round. Um, I, I don't know if I'd overpay for um, Jamal Murray. And chances are you're not going to have to overpay. For Jamal Murray, um, he's probably going to be hanging around in the fifth round. Um, in this particular draft, it looks like um, Jamal Murray went 84th in this draft. So I don't think you're going to have to worry about Jamal Murray. So um, you don't have to overpay for that guy. But I do think he's like a third round talent. Uh, I like Levine, Chris Stapps, and Beal. A lot better per game, but once again, risk reward. I'd easily take Beal over Jamal Murray, so maybe I'll split this um, this tier up a little bit in the future. My young talent guys, right? Um, Garland, SGA, Ja Morant, Dejounte Murray, uh, Ant Man, Anthony Edwards, and um, Desmond Bain. Now. It might be a little bit blasphemy to put Desmond Bain and uh, Darius Garland or Janante Murray in the same tier. So I also might split that out as well. But this Desmond Bain is really, really good. And he could if you took him in the third round, I wouldn't be mad at you. I think you can get him in the fourth round in this particular uh, mock draft that I'm looking at. He went he actually went 35th. He went in the third round. So I think you're going to pay for Desmond Bain. Surprisingly, and maybe that's Yahoo's rankings, Shea Gilders Alexander, somebody I picked at 39. Bradley Beal went at 40. It, so that's the fourth round, right? So I think um, there's some value to be had on Bradley Beal. There might be some value to be had on Shea Gilders Alexander. Getting Shea Gilders in the fourth round, I think, is an absolute steal. Like 100% absolute steal. Um, Shea Gilder should be taken in the third round. Uh, I like DeJounte Murray in the third round as well. He could even be uh, snuck up into the second round if you if you wanted him. I think he's going to be perfectly fine and very uh, play pretty quality ball on Atlanta. Um, I don't think they hurt each other too much, but it's kind of a wait and see thing, right? Like I, I, I who knows? Maybe they are terrible together. I hope not. Um, 
I don't think they will be, though. I think they'll play pretty well together. Usually guys like that figure it out. Uh, going back to the draft here, I had to take a few quick picks. Um, I ended up taking, um, once again, Onkongwu, who I, I like at, one, at 106. That's a much better place for Onkongwu. And um, I ended up taking Mikhail Bridges at 111. That's a little bit of a steal for Yahoo. Uh, Mikhail Bridges is very good. He's definitely not. He's definitely shouldn't be outside of the top 100. What the hell's going on here? Um, that's a strange rating uh, for Yahoo. I saw that they had Al Horford really high, which is un- unfortunate here. Um, and this is ADP, not rankings, I guess. I have it sorted by ADP. So looking at ADP... Uh, there's some suspect ADPs out here right now. Like Thad Young's going 132. That seems wrong. Uh, hmm. We're going to have to do a little show, uh, probably a show on ADP once Yahoo gets some more reps, once the preseason starts, right? That's when everybody shows up, starts doing um, the mock drafts. So let me get back to this third round tier that I'm probably going to split into a, a, a maybe like a 3A and a 3B. So the guys I would take in the second round and beginning of the third versus the guys who I think are third round talents, but you could probably get them in the fourth. I'll probably split it up like that. It's good to talk this out with you. Thanks for listening. Um, young talent, Garland, SGA, Ja, Bain, Jonte Murray, Anthony Edwards. Um, yeah, I think those are all pretty self-explanatory. Uh, Desmond Bain probably being uh, on the lower tier. Uh, I like Garland, DeJounte Murray, SGA a lot. Um, I think those are guys you're going to have to pay second round value for. And then I have a tier that I'm going to call within this third round tier. I'm going to call them the old favorites, the boring guys, the guys who um, I think people are a little, they're a little tired of them. They're a little bored with them. They're looking for something else. Right. And that's why they go with the young talent. But here, here's a bunch of guys who are, I think easily third round talents. Some of them second round talents. Bam Adebayo, Sabonis, Vujovic, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Rudy Gobert, Pascal Siakam, and I'm going to put Miles Turner in there simply because of the blocks. We talk about this a lot. He's probably more of a fourth-round guy for me, uh, but you're not going to get him in the fourth round because centers are at a premium and blocks are at a premium, right? So you're going to pay third round uh, for Miles Turner. But I think... Sabonis, Vooch, those guys are going to be really just as good as they were last year. Drew Holiday, Middleton, just as good as they were last year. Gobert, um, while going to the Timberwolves, we've talked about this. Sure, his rebounds are going to go down a little bit, but but the rest of his game is the same. And he's probably going to be playing close to the basket because he's a rim protector. So he's probably going to um, lose some rebounds to, to Cat Daddy, but pro- I would say it's going to be more so the other way around is that... Um, Cat's going to lose rebounds playing away from the basket uh, versus um, and Rudy Gobert is probably going to stay closer to his double digit values, um, which I think is very valid, right? Let's see. Um, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm, you know what? I, I hate to do this to you, but I'm not going to publish this mock draft because it's pretty freaking work uh, worthless at this point. Um, I am not paying attention. I'm talking about my tears. So, um, hey, don't learn learn a lesson. Be prepared for your mock draft. I'm gonna mess this whole draft up so I mess up all the ratings and the ADPs on uh, 
on Yahoo on purpose because I'm just a, I'm just that type of person. I'm a lunatic. Um, I'm going to have to do a bunch more reps on this mock draft before I uh, I'm ready to publish one. I'd say that I'm that I'm sort of proud of. Um, definitely go in here and rank your players early before the draft starts. Don't fall into my trap. Anyway, that's my uh, my tears um, through the third round. Now, that obviously brings you into the fourth round because I, I named a bunch of third round players. But I also named 43 or 42 players because I got rid of Bob Will. So now we're solidly in the fourth round. So maybe I, I maybe I list these guys a little bit differently. Um, maybe I say, oh, you know, you can get this guy in the fourth round. Uh, because here, here's who went in the fourth round in this Yahoo draft. Zach Levine. That's crazy. He's a third round player. Uh, Bradley Beal, Shea Gillers, Alexander. That's crazy, too. Chris Asperzingas. That seems right. He's a little risky. Um, in my, I would say, final tier before the plateau region. And some of these guys are in the plateau region, actually. They're just probably my favorite players in the plateau region. Um, I have a lot of players in this in this final tier. And that's all this means is that I need to uh, kind of tighten up the tiers, maybe break them down a little bit further um, because there's a lot of players in, in that third round tier so much so that they span from the second round to the fourth round. And um, there's a lot, there's so many players in this last tier that we go from the middle of the fourth round to the top of the sixth round. So take what you want from this. Let me list these guys out. And this is no particular order. Jalen Brown, DeAndre Ayton, Evan Mobley, Tobias Harris, Brandon Ingram, Brunson, De'Aaron Fox, uh, Vassal, Poole, uh, Scotty Barnes, Jared Allen, Tyrese Maxey, Cade Cunningham, Terry Rozier, Jonas Valanciunas, Kyle Lowry, Johnny Collins, um, OG and Anobi, Franz Wagner. Saying them out loud, right? I think there's kind of like, there's two tiers here. There's probably the final tier, and then there's the best of the plateau. So let me try to suss that out right now. I would say it's pretty straightforward that you got DeAndre Ayton, right? Guys that I would definitely take in this, like, not even a question that I would take in this tier. Forgive me, I gotta find completely unprepared for this uh, this this podcast. Apparently, um, I gotta find a pen. So let me um, let me just run it, run through it. DeAndre Ayton, Jalen Brown, those guys are tiered players. Those guys are really good. I think Cade is a tiered player as well. Um, Terry Rozier is 100% a top 50 player. Jonas Valanciunas is a top 50 player. So those guys, uh, Johnny Collins, I think he's a tiered player. Kind of some boring guys. Tobias Harris, he's a tiered player. Mobley, Evan Mobley. I like Evan Mobley. I think he's a tiered player this year. Scotty Barnes might not be a tiered player. I don't know if I like um, Scotty Barnes in, in those tiers. Uh, I do like uh, Jordan Poole, who went 70 in this mock draft. 
Um, I think he's probably a top 50 player. Uh, OG and Anobi might... Man, I'm a little off on him. I think... I don't know. But I think Jared Allen is a tiered player. Kyle Lowry... I, I think he's a tiered player that you can get in the plateau region. Like you, you let's look and see where Kyle Lowry went in this, uh, this mock draft here. That's absolutely terrible. Um, so far, Kyle Lowry went one Oh four. That's a great value. So I think this is what I'm going to do, right? This mock draft I, um, did horribly on, but I think it was a good learning lesson to look at, have your tiers, available do your own tiers don't listen to my tiers do your own tiers um go through a mock draft see how you feel about the way it ended up see where some of your guys that you had in your third round fourth round fifth round kind of like uh, positioning in those tiers see where those guys went see where the general consensus is and then start making notes and saying oh man Calari went 104 um where did Jalen brunson go De devin vassal went 60 that's kind of surprising. Um, where did Brunson go? I don't know. 52. It's pretty high. OG and Anobi went 57. Jonas Valanciunas went 56. So make those notes like, oh, people are kind of on Scotty Barnes. He went in the fourth round. People are on Evan Mobley, which I think is fine because he's very good. But people are not on, I would wager, Tobias Harris. Where's Tobias Harris at? 68. Franz, Va Franz Wagner. He went 71. Jordan Poole went 70. Johnny Collins went 63 to me, actually. I picked him. Um, those are all pretty good players. Jamal Murray went 84. And I got, I got Jamal Murray up in my uh, above the final tier. Because Jamal Murray is really, really good. Uh, Al Horford went 89. I think I would have to put... I don't think I had Al Horford in my uh, my tiers, but I think I'm going to put him as a best of plateau player. Because Al Horford is always a best of plateau player, and it sounds like he's not going to sit back-to-backs this season, right? So that's, that's super positive. Um, I'd say every mock draft is a learning situation maybe like i you know i'm reading through these and i go oh you know what i have jamal murray and bradley Be uh, bradley beal next to each other maybe i don't want that i have desmond bain and um shea gilders alexander in the same tier and maybe i need to switch that up same with the uh the, my final tier right i'm like well there's definitely some guys i want over some of these other guys so let's split it into a tier uh, final tier in a top of the plateau situation, which is what I'm going to do. So I think this was cathartic for me. I don't know if it was uh, any value to you, but I appreciate you listening. I'm going to publish my, uh, my first draft here on patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Uh, I am never going to mention this mock draft again. So consider yourself lucky or unlucky for listening to this, but I hope you got some uh, idea of one, uh, my initial tiered thoughts number two how mock drafts can help you understand how you're going to draft and then three um using that combination of getting some reps in your mock draft being prepared for your mock draft that's a big one and using that to adjust your own rankings your own tiers and then also to see what guys are falling what guys that you are higher on than the consensus um adp
And I think that's a really like that's that's a really good start because half the battle is being like, hey, I like Kyle Lowry. I could take Kyle Lowry right now in the fifth round. But on average, he's going in like the eighth round. Now, maybe I'm in a league with some of my friends who like Kyle Lowry. So maybe I do got to take him in the fifth or sixth round or the seventh round. Uh, just know that like most people are out on him. So maybe you're willing to go, eh, I like this other guy better. I'm going to take him and hope Kyle Lowry falls to me. Just keep an eye on Cal Lowry. If he falls to you at 104 like he did in this particular draft, that's crazy. I also think mock drafts are really good in figuring out what position you want to do your snake draft in. Um, there is a plethora of really, really good guards in the second, third, fourth, and fifth rounds. Uh, even in the sixth round, uh, I'm kind of like, oh, you know, Jordan Poole's still hanging out, right? So... Get your bigs early. I think that's very, very important as well. Um, so do maybe focus on um, getting, if you have a choice on where you draft, make sure maybe make sure you're like fifth or sixth instead of hoping a uh, forward or a center falls to you in that um, in that turn position, right? Because they probably won't. Um, making sure you get your ability to get, you know, Cat or Joel Embiid. Or if you don't, right, if you end up with a Dame or you end up with a Tatum, right, maybe instead of going after Booker or Mitchell, you go after Kawhi. Or maybe you, um, you know, reach down a little bit and go after Sabonis, which I I don't think I want to do, right? So um, this is, you got to get the lay of the land. Let's get out there, get after these mock drafts. Um, I think this is, for me, a good learning experience. And, that, and that's the whole point of these mock drafts is that these are supposed to be learning experiences for you. So I hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up at watch the boxes on Twitter. Uh, I've mentioned it before. Patreon.com slash watching the boxes. That's where the tiers are going to be for free. And then twitch.tv slash watching the boxes is where I'm going to be uh, doing these mock drafts live. Once I get a hold of how uh, I want to actually position myself and be prepared for a mock draft instead of doing it on the fly. Um, but I think being unprepared for a mock draft really gives, goes to show you how important being prepared uh, is. Being actually very prepared for your draft um, is well is, is probably the most important thing you could do. So like I said, got any questions, hit me up at Watch the Boxes. Um, you can also hit up Tyler P. Watts at, at Tyler P. Watts. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Mm-hmm.